Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your host, mother-daughter team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation with the mission of helping people find hope after loss. This show has been edited for your convenience. Now, Open to Hope Radio. Our topic today is finding emotional freedom by living in the present, as my mom just said, and our first guest is Gloria Aronson. Gloria Aronson is a teacher and therapist in private practice. She has helped thousands of people to observe their behaviors without judgment and to discard those behaviors that no longer benefit them. She is the author of Emotional Freedom, Techniques for Procrastination. Welcome to the show, Gloria. It's wonderful to be with you. It's great having you on, and I love your name, Gloria. I love your name, Gloria. (laughs) (laughs) Heidi said when she came on, she had to say hello to the two Glorias. Yes, I love saying hello, Gloria and Gloria. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Gloria, you're in Santa Barbara, right? Yes, I am. And I'm in San Francisco, and Heidi's in Manhattan, so... And our uh, engineers are in Arizona, so what can I say? It's a a fabulous world. True, true. (laughs) Well, Gloria, uh, before you came on the show, uh, I had um, asked you to be on the show because you've written this wonderful book um, on uh, emotional freedom techniques uh, for procrastination. It's it's really uh, like a little gem. It's it's just excellent. And when I was um, talking to you before we came on the show, you were saying that you had actually suffered a loss yourself. Do you want to talk about that? Yes, yes. And this was many, many years ago before there were wonderful people like you. I was just graduated from college, got married, uh, looking forward to happily ever after. And um, five months later, my husband, who was a very high-strung person, committed suicide. Wow. And what was his name? His name was Donald. Donald. Wow. Uh, wow. It was an incredibly shocking experience. Uh, certainly would not wish on anyone. Uh, at that time, there weren't um, grief counselors. There, and, and my whole family was shocked uh, because um, things like that, are you don't see them coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was completely at a loss. I was not a therapist at the time. Uh, I just didn't know what to do, I, and I shut down. Uh, my life, of course, I didn't know what to do with it. What do you do when you're 22 and you're a widow? Mm-hmm. That's you know, amazing. Speaking of, how, you know, how do you change your life? Uh, I didn't know what to do with that label because I was only 22, you know, <laughs> Um, and I actually finally ran away from home. I lived in New York, and I landed up in Los Angeles. I, I had to make a new life, mm-hmm. except that I had no tools. And, of course, knowing now, so many years later, what I didn't know then, um, I can see how to do it. But I didn't know how to do it, and it took me 15 more years until I finally went into counseling and was able to get help. Mm-hmm. And after that, did you become a therapist? And, and I eventually did, yes. So, so what would you suggest to the folks that are out there? Um, I was saying to you that I thought, uh, Heidi and I were saying that the procrastination that, that you know, you talk, your book is written to stop people you know, from procrastinating about having the life that they could have. And you do get stuck when you have a loss, don't you? Oh, yes. Yes, everything came to a halt. You know, all the beginnings ended. 
Mm-hmm. And how do you suggest to somebody that they get started if they've had a loss, say, a month ago or two months ago or a year ago? Or, you know, people can be stuck for many years in, right. in this loss and refuse to move forward. Right. Well, you know, that is why emotional freedom techniques are so helpful because I think certainly that that grief is not an illness. Grief is a, a state that allows us to heal. And I would not want to push people out of grief, but I think the first step is to acknowledge how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And just acknowledging for some people keeps them crying for years. But with emotional freedom technique is basically an acupressure technique that anyone can learn because it's very gentle. There, it's, uh, there are no side effects, and it's basically touching or tapping on eight acupressure points that are mostly on the face. Mm-hmm. Now, what wow. this does and, and how it pertains to grief is that at, we do know there have been actual scientific studies that have shown what, uh, when you um, stimulate a specific acupuncture point, where, where in the brain uh, is affected. And we know that when we use this technique, it raises the serotonin in the brain. And serotonin is a brain chemical that soothes. And so what happens when people do this is two things. One, it actually relaxes them, which is very important. So if there's stress, if let's say you can't sleep, uh, you can do it in the middle of the night. You can do it anywhere, anytime, um, because all you need are your fingertips. Mm-hmm. And where are these points? Um, well, let me just let me just say the second thing okay. it does. So the first thing it does is it actually relaxes and de-stresses you, which is so important. Mm-hmm. The second thing it does is in doing that, it allows the thinking brain to consider or reconsider what you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's very important because that's like a light shining along a dark pathway. Mm-hmm. So it helps you to get in touch with your own inner wisdom that's going to make suggestions or that's going to say, well, how about doing this? Or I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so, so that's, that's one of the major pluses for knowing this technique. Now, the, the points, and let me say that people can find a diagram and instructions on my website. Mm-hmm. And give us your website. www.gloriaaronson, and that's A-R-E-N-S-O-N dot com. And there's a page, they can just print it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the first... You know, let's talk about the points when we come back to sure. break. Uh, but before, we're not going to go to break quite yet. Let's talk about, you know, I, I think one of the things that's come up for me, Gloria, when you've been talking about this, is the fact that I don't you think people discount the physical experience of loss, you know, the actual brain chemistry and all that? Yes. 
Yeah, I, I, I think they do. Uh, you know, there's so much, it, it's like we're in kind of a thinking world, you know, where everything has to be thought about. But uh, I'm, I do yoga, and I think that uh, there's a lot of changing in brain chemistry that goes on. Would you say that, Heidi? Yes, and I, I'm really interested to hear about these points and how to do this because I love the idea of physically touching our face in different places and having our energy change. Yeah, I, I think it's a great uh, thought and idea. Well, Gloria Aronson, um, I want to make sure that people know about your book because we are just hitting on a fraction of your wisdom right now. And uh, so how do they get their book, Emotional Freedom, Techniques for Procrastination? How do folks get Well, <clears throat> Barnes & Noble carries the book. Um, I would assume some of the other large bookstores, you can also get it from my website. They can or order directly from my website, uh, and and or order through your local bookstore. Great. Now, or do you do workshops? Uh, yes. And so people will find out about those on your website. Yes. Uh huh. Great. Okay. Because uh, as I said, you you there's just so much you've got. It's amazing. We'd we'd have to do ten shows with you at least to even even scratch the surface. So uh, t- let's talk now. Uh, we've told our audience that we're going to tell them about these, uh, do you call them? Uh, uh, points. Acupuncture points. Acupressure points. points. And we're going to talk about those and ha- uh, what they look like, where they are, and, and how you would uh, do that. Sure. Well, the first point is right on the edge of your hand, right under the little finger. So it's just tapping with uh, your, other, say, three fingers, of one hand against the edge, outer edge of the other hand. It could be either hand. It doesn't matter. And the next point is right on the hair of the eyebrow, right near the nose. And usually we put two fingers there because most of us are not licensed acupuncturists, and we're not sure where that point is exactly, so we use two fingers. The next point is right on the outside of the eye socket, right up against that bone. The next one is right underneath the lower lid of the eye. The next one is right under the nose, then right under the lower lip, right in that indentation. Then if you put your fingers right on one side of your collarbone and just let the fingers slide down under the bone, two fingers again. And the last point is if you put four fingers under your armpit where the hand ends, you just tap on the side of your body. So for a woman, it's just above the bra. And for a man, it's parallel to the nipple. And those are the points. So they're easy to get to. And, oh, again, we're very gentle. We don't want to, you know, it's not that the harder you tap, the better the outcome. Uh, you don't want to hurt yourself. Right. And, and what we do, and the difference between acu- this acupressure technique and acupuncture is that you have to focus on what it is that you want to treat. So you can't just sit and tap. Nothing much is going to happen. But let's say that you're feeling very sad. So what you do is you tap the outside edge of your hand and you you focus. You say, even though I'm feeling so sad today, I'm doing the best I can. Or I'm treating myself now. Or I, I'm... I'm a child of God, something positive. And then as you tap, you just stay with the sadness, or you could just say the word sad. And you tap for about three seconds. That's all, five five to seven taps or 
You can actually just hold the point for three seconds and move on to the next and just continue focusing on so sad. I'm so sad. And you do that for a couple of rounds. Stop, take a breath, and notice what happened. Now, usually the sadness will start. If we, if we start, when I work with people uh, who have a strong emotion, I'll ask them to rate it from zero to ten. So if your sadness is at a ten, then after a couple of rounds, which only takes a minute, I would say, okay, how sad are you feeling now? And they might say, well, gee, now it's a seven. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do is bring that down to until it's zero or Zero is neutral. Zero isn't happy, but zero isn't, let's say, incapacitated by your grief. Mm-hmm. And you d- and you don't think about an event or anything. You just think of these words like "I'm well, a child of God" or "I am." Of, no, you know. well, I'm glad you asked that because uh, in the break I was reminded of a woman who came to see me many years ago, and she was about 38. And she told me that her father died when she was nine, and she was, she was crying as she told me that. So her grief was still very, very present in a way that was not helping her. And it's not that we don't want to remember those who, who have died and feel that sadness, but in an appropriate way. And, and she wasn't just, you know, a few tears. She was weeping. And the way that I worked with her was to ask her what she was thinking about. And she had some specific memories, some specific things that were still very, very uh, intense. And so what we did is we took whatever that was about her father. You know, let's, let me pretend now and say it could have been he's the only one who loved me. And he's gone. Mm-hmm. And we would tap on even though... My dad was the only one who loved me, and he left me. I'm, I'm healing that now. Oh, I like that. And, and then that little tagline, yes. I'm healing that now. Yes, and you can make up an appropriate tagline that fits you. And then as we tapped, hopefully uh, getting to a point where her brain started to understand what happened, and she would be able to say, um, he couldn't help it, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to leave, or his spirit will always be with me. In other words, the end result is something that you believe and that is helpful for you. Mm-hmm. And and so you can kind of keep building that uh, as you heal. Yes, you can you can change the tagline too. absolutely. And so that helps you to be present because if you're so much in the past that the past is keeping you from being healthy or in a, a good mental state, then the tapping, the, the EFT, is going to help you to move into that state at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you well, can I love it. that. So she went from being totally overwhelmed and consumed with her grief to figuring out ways to incorporate him into her life life in positive ways. Yes, so that she could think of her father without crying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, can you use, I was just thinking that that once it becomes a soothing thing to you, that if you were in a business meeting and you you were getting, starting to get overwhelmed with 
thoughts, you know, you were not concentrating. Mm-hmm. Could mm-hmm. you do a tapping somewhere on your... Well, you know, if you are in a meeting, uh, one of the things that you can do is, uh, there are two things. One, one is that without tapping, you could just say, put your, <clears throat> put your finger on your eyebrow as if you just, you know how sometimes people are tense and they rub their, you mm-hmm. know, their forehead. Mm-hmm. And just gently touch. In a, don't, you know, don't draw any attention to yourself. Right. Just gently move your fingers. The other, the other thing that also works is to, and I do this in the dentist chair, is I imagine the tapping because I can't move mm. my, my hands. Mm-hmm. So I just imagine my fingers tapping on my eyebrows, tap, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you so know. you're in the dentist chair and that makes you calm, it sounds yes. like. I mean, sometimes it's pretty stressful. You know, and under the table, of course, you can tap the outside edge of your hand. But mm-hmm. then you, if you're in with other people, you can just look as if you're listening, but imagine the tapping. Mm-hmm. And that does work. I just want to say I once had a client who was a quadriplegic, and it helped him because he could not move. Hmm. And so he was able to imagine the, all, able the, all to the power of pressure points. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I, I love this pressure point idea, don't you, Heidi? I absolutely do. It's great. Um, it, do you see any difference between men and women as far as these techniques go? No. We're all human. Right. I like that. <laughs> uh, well, I like this for men, too, though, because sometimes they don't want to, you know, this could be something kind of quiet that they could do on their own that wouldn't, you know, have to be out there. Right. And and most people do it when they're all alone so they can focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and just plain talk also, therapy me just, doesn't always work for people. Well, let me just say a great place to do it is when you stop for a red light. Because <laughs> you're sitting in your car, and this is a wonderful opportunity to give yourself a little take the edge off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if everybody did that, road rage would go way down. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Definitely. you don't have to tap every point all the time, right? It's not a routine of I've got to go through these. these yes, points. you have to tap all of them. There are only eight points. Right. But, I mean, you could, you could if you, were, you, you want to tap them all, what, once a day or something, but you could just tap well, one. You no, know, I tell or, people to start off their day with what I call your daily workout. And basically what I start myself, I, I do it every morning, is I start by just asking myself if I feel stressed or worried or uh, tired. And then I just do uh, a few rounds of even though I'm feeling stressed, I'm giving myself a little treatment, and I go around a couple of times and say, oh, that's better. And then I ask myself what's on my mind that's bothering me. Mm-hmm. And then I just tap whatever, and some mornings it's nothing, and some mornings it's three things, and I just deal with those. Mm-hmm. And you know you have a much better day. Mm-hmm. That's great. What, you can what use a, this any time you need it. Now, what if I'm procrastinating about doing it? How do I get myself to do it? Well, then you have to, after this program, you have to sit <laughs> down and tap and say, even though there's something I really want to do and I'm not doing it and I'm really mad at myself, I'm exploring that now. Mm-hmm. Procrastination usually has to do with fear. And you have to ask yourself, what am I afraid will happen if I do that? And, of course, that's what my whole book is filled with, is examples of different types of fearful thoughts that people have. 
So it's kind of interesting. It sounds really simple to us right now, you know, to do this. But you don't be surprised out there if it's a little hard for you to do, to get yourself to do, because there might be some fear involved, right? Yes. And maybe uh, you feel, what would your fear be? You're not ready to give up your loss or, you know? That could be a fear, mm-hmm. yes. Or betray, you know, the memory of the person. Right, the whole idea that I might do this, you know, yeah. Yeah, and or just um, afraid of what life will be. Mm-hmm. Or I won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Gloria, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I mean, just given a, a wonderful, some wonderful advice and technique, and I wondered if you had one last thing you wanted to say to those folks out there before we close this segment. Well, I, my motto is the unexamined life is not worth living. Mm-hmm. And I think examination needs to take place not just in good times but in challenging times because if we can know ourselves, then we can heal ourselves. Ah, well, thank you. That's a wonderful comment that. to end on. And thank you so much for being on the show, it Gloria. It's been just a wonderful experience for me, Gloria. Oh, thank you. You have been listening to Open to Hope Radio. You can sign up for our newsletter, Facebook, and Twitter on our homepage at opentohope.com.